توکل والے ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ما من ايام احب الى الله ان يتعبد فيها من ايام ذي الحجه ان صوم يوم فيها يعدل صيام سنه وقيام ليله فيها يعدل ليله القدر فاكثر فيهن تسبيح والتحليل والتكبير صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين دروشه بالله Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home, we are in the blessed month of Zil-Hijjah, a month in which the actual rituals of Hajj is performed. The first ten days or ten nights of Zil-Hijjah are extremely valued in Islam. In fact, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken an oath by the ten nights. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَالْفَجْرِ وَلَيَالٍ عَشْرِ وَلَيَالٍ عَشْرِ is related to the ten nights of Zil-Hijjah. Allah takes an oath of Fajr, and then He says, وَلَيَالٍ عَشْرِ Layalin is the plural of Layl, and Layl in Arabic language means night, and Ashr in the Arabic language means ten, the ten nights. Hajj in itself, subhanallah al-azim, is a very important pillar in Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلِلَّهِ على الناس حج البيت من استطاع إليه سبيلا It is incumbent upon every individual male or female who has the means, the provisions to make way towards Haram Sharif Khana Iqaba Baytullah Sharif for the performance of Hajj then Hajj becomes Farz on that individual Hajj is such an honorable act that we see that even the women folks, the women of the Ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam were encouraged to perform Hajj. A hadith in front of me here narrated by Ummul Mu'mineen, Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she says, Kultu lil Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, I said to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, إِنَّا نَغْزُ وَنُجَاهِدُ مَعَكُمْ O Prophet of Allah, we the women folks, we participate with the men folks in jihad. Aab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam straight away interjected and he said, قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam لَكُنَّ أَحْسَنُ الْجِهَادِ وَأَفْزَلُهُ الْحَجُّ حَجٌ مَبْرُورٌ O Aisha, for the women the best jihad, the best jihad, the most honorable jihad for women is in the performance of Hajj.
in another hadith again narrated by Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha she says istazanuhu nisa'uhu fil jihad a group of women came to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam seeking permission from him so they can participate in jihad فَقَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ حضرت نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم said to them يَكْفِيكُنَّ الْحَجُّ For you your jihad is in hajj In another riwayat it says يَحَادُكُنَّ الْحَجُّ For the women jihad is in hajj Allahu Akbar And for the women نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم has said that حَجٌ مَبْرُورٌ Hajjun Mabrurun means an accepted Hajj. Accepted Hajj. Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha says after the hadith just read to you, she says, Fala ada'ul Hajj abadan ba'da is sami'tu hadha min Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Rawahul Bukhari. This hadith is narrated in Bukhari Sharif. She says, after hearing the virtues of Hajj, I have never ever missed out from performing Hajj annually. She continued performing Hajj all the time. Before I continue with this, I just want to explain one Masla. I have heard and even read in some, some of the Kitabs, a lot of women, uh, obviously for them, Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha is the best model, no doubt about it. We have to follow Azwaj Mutahara, the women have to. When they read the biography of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, it is mentioned that Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she had short hair. She had short hair. A lot of women take that as an advantage to themselves and they point out the biography, the features of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha and they say that, well, she had short hair like Hazrat Abdullah bin Baz has written in some of the fatawas, just he has mentioned that. What we have to remember is that Sharia is based in the sayings of the Quran and the words of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Not just on Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, no doubt what she says holds great value. But nevertheless, Sharia is based only through the revelation Quran and the words of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The reason why, first of all what we have to understand is that a lot of the people, even the Arabs, they don't have very long beards. Generally they have short beards. And if you go even further away in the east somewhere, when you look at our brothers, the Malaysian and the Indonesians, when you look at their beard, it's not a full beard. It's only mashallah, the people who come from the subcontinent, the Asians, the hairy people. No, that's not the case, is it? And then if you go to China, and when you look at the Chinese people, Subhanallah, they don't have hair at all, Chinese. And the Arabs also have a bit of a curl in the hair. But when you when you look at the Arabs, Subhanallah, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has given them everything. That is why Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam was an Arab. Amaisha radiyallahu taala anha, one of her great traits was that she would perform Hajj every year and if you read the biography she was only 18 when Aab sallallahu alayhi wasallam expired Aab sallallahu alayhi wasallam is dunya se rukhsat huye aur parda kar ge 
she was only 18. From then on, she never missed out from performing Hajj. And Hajj is only performed once in a year. Ulama say that it was her noble act. Every opportunity given to her, she would perform Umrah. She would perform Umrah, Umrah all the time. And that is the reason that if you want to come out from your ihram and be pure and be park and to make everything lawful for you, what do you have to do? We have to cut the hair or whatever for the women also, they have to cut the hair, choti ko thora katna chahiye. And because of excessive umrah, Allahu Akbar, she had short hair. Because of the ibadat, not because of any other reason. So a lot of women folks take that for granted, that is not... Right, subhanallah al-azim. For women, zinat, khubsurti, beauty is in having not a, a boy cut hair, hair cut, you know, short. It looks like a man or something. Astaghfirullah al-azim. To have long hair, that is zinat. That is khubsurti for the women. That's just one masla coming out from it. And as a dalil that Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she herself says, فَلَا أَدَعُوا الْحَجَّ Never ever have I missed out from hajj. بَعْدَ إِذْ سَمِعْتُ هَذَا After what I heard from Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he said to the women of Medina Munawwara, the Arab women, that jihadu kunna al-hajj, that the jihad for you is what? Hajj. Subhanallah al-Azim. Hajj in the hadith it comes. Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned that one of uh, the privileges given to a haji is that on the day of Qiyamah he will have that honor. He will intercede for 400 members of his family on the day of Qiyamah. Kitni bari baat hai. Saudiya ne flights ban kar diye kya? We can't go for Hajj, can we now? Is it? Too late, yeah? 400 members. Subhanallah al-Azim. In the hadith it comes. And he will intercede. And the concluding words of the hadith are that not only that, Aaf sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will purify him and he will be purified like the day when his mother gave birth to him. Kitna masoom hota no sin, a child that is born, subhanallah pure, free from major and minor sins. But the one condition that you will always find in the riwayat of a hadith when it comes to hajj, the word hajj mabrur. The word hajj mabrur. Hajj mabrur is a very, very important word. Subhanallah Hajj mabrur means an accepted hajj. An accepted hajj. Accepted hajj is very, very important. If we just go for hajj for a pastime or for a holiday and we want to book the five-star hotels, the best hotels, and the intention is that it will be a good outing for us, Allah Akbar, that will not be hajj mabrur. Hajj means sacrifice. Hajj means sacrifice. There should be this element of sacrifice in it. And even the money that you invest for going for Hajj, it has to be lawful, clean, pure money. In the Hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned that person who has acquired his wealth through 
unlawful ways, the business is not halal, and then he goes for hajj. And in his ihram, when he says, Labbaik, Allahumma Labbaik. Labbaik, Allahumma Labbaik. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in reply to his Labbaik, says to him, La Labbaik. La Labbaik. I don't accept your Labbaik. Wala Sa'adaik. And I don't accept your Sa'adaik. Wahajjuka Mardudun Alayka. And your hajj will be flung onto your face. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not accept his hajj. So we have to be very, very sure. It's easy to get money, 2,000 pounds or 1,000 pounds or whatever, and go for hajj all the time. The main thing is taqwa. The main thing is taqwa. A lot of people say that, how do we know if our hajj has been accepted or not? We don't expect Jibreel Amin to descend down and tell us that, okay, Allah has accepted the Hajj. They are alamat, they are signs. Like, there is no specific date given to us when uh, the last hour will be the day of judgment. But they are alamat, they are signs. Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam has given us signs. The ulama say that when a person comes back from Hajj and if he has changed, if there is this transformation inside him for, for the good, then insha'Allah ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has accepted his hajj. And that should be a, a continuous struggle until this. And if Allah gives you the tawfiq to pray fajr namaz, and then he gives you the tawfiq to read zuhur salat, that means Allah has accepted your fajr. When you read your zuhur salat, and then you read your asr, that means Allah has accepted your Zuhur. When you read your Asr Salat and Allah gives you the tawfiq to read Maghrib Salat, that means your Asr has been accepted. And if you are punctual in your Salat, then feel free that without a doubt, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is accepting all your Salat. Because Allah is giving you the tawfiq to come to His house. That is why in the Hadith it comes that when you see a Haji returning back from Hajj, uh, I'm not sure if it's done here in, in England, but certainly when you go to India, Pakistan, we have those flowers and all sorts of things. <laughs> Allah Akbar. And Ajeeb or Gharib Izzat ki jati haji ke liye. Because you see, a man saves up money after 15, 20, 25, 30 years, he gets that opportunity to go for hajj. So it's something new. Not everybody has that opportunity to go. But in this country, mashallah, Allah has blessed us with wealth, so we, we can go all the time. And a lot of people have this habit, mashallah, they go for hajj every year, and they go for umrah also every year. But I have heard that uh, from next year, I think the Saudi government is going to restrict the Muslims uh, in England. And if you have performed hajj, wallahu alam, I have just heard that, that only after five years, uh, the next opportunity for Hajj will be given to that individual. As far as Umrah is concerned, you can do that all year round. But Hajj only once. Wallahu alam. In the Hadith it comes, when you see a Haji coming back, returning back home, what we have to do is receive him at least at the airport before he gets back to his destination, reaches home. In the Hadith it comes that when you see a Haji, embrace him, and make salam to him and say to him 
request to him to make dua for you. Make dua for you. Ask him to seek forgiveness on your behalf from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that any haji who comes back from hajj, insha'Allah ta'ala, every dua that he makes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts that. With the condition of hajj mabrur being there. Hajj mabrur being there. That mashallah if he's muttaqi. That is why you will see a lot of scholars, when they see someone coming from hajj, they embrace him, make salam to him, and the simple dua they make is Yaghfirullahu lana walakum. Yaghfirullahu lana walakum. Allah paak hamari maghfirat kare aur tumari maghfirat kare. Or another thing what we can do is, mashallah, when we have our relations going for hajj, you can phone them or at least write something on a piece of paper if you can confide in that individual and tell him that when you stand on the plains of Arafat, make dua for me. This is my dua. And one must never forget when you meet a haji to remind him that if, if there is a possibility, then give my salatu wa salam to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and that will include Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala very very important that is an element of love that you are showing fir wo kare na kare at least on your behalf you must say to him make sure if there is a possibility then give salatu wa salam to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Hazrat Umar bin Abdul Aziz radiallahu ta'ala he was not a sahabi but subhanallah, a great man, great fazilat is given to him. And because of that, I say, radiallahu ta'ala, Hazrat Umar bin Abdul Aziz is from the progeny of Hazrat Umar Farooq, radiallahu ta'ala. It was his habit that every time he would see someone going to Medina Munawwara, he would respect that individual, go to him and say to him, when you stand in front of the Rosa of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, please pass my salam. Umar bin Abdul Aziz, Amirul Mu'minin at that time, please pass my salam to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allahu Akbar, that is a sign of love. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq. Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned in the hadith, Al-Hajju marratun, faman zada fatatawwa'un. Hajj is only once. Hajj is only once. After reaching the age of puberty, if you have performed Hajj, then the Fars is saqib from you. You have completed your obligation, the Fars that was on your head. For Manzada, anyone after that, if he goes annually, every time, and he performs Hajj, Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, he said, Fatatawwa'un, that is Nafal. That is one can't make an intention like, oh, when I went for the first time, I wasn't well aware of the Masail, and mashallah, I was not that muttaki, but now I want to go. That will not be your Qarz Hajj. Qarz Hajj will only be the Hajj you perform for the first time. Coming back to the ten days, the ten nights of Zil Hijjah, Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned in a hadith, Hazrat Abu Darda radiyallahu ta'ala an-Izzarawi, he says, Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, 
the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned annahu qala bi makkah aam al-fathi ayyuhannas on the day when makkah muqarrama was conquered aap sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave a khutbah and he said ayyuhannas o people inna allah akramakum bi shahri bi shahri allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has honored you with the month of dhul in reality the month of dhul is an honor for the muslims the month of what are we to do in the month of Zilhijjah? Allah Wasallam has said, switch off your televisions. What are we to do? Switch off our televisions. Forget the Bollywood and the Hollywood films. Switch off the televisions. That is what we can do. The least we can do. Wipe out. Save yourselves from guna. Totally. Be regular and punctual. At least for the 10 days of Zilhijjah. 10 days. Subhanallah. The hujjaj are there. And the, the, the time of Ayyame Tashriq will be coming from the 9th of Zilhijjah of Fajr, where not only the Hujjaj, but even everywhere in the world, all the Muslims will be glorifying the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Walillahi alhamd. It's Allahu Akbar, the 10 days, Allah has taken qasam. Let us respect the qasam that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken in the Qur'an and save ourselves from sins. What is the prescription that Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam has given us? Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said فَأَكْسِرُوا فِي تَعْزِيمِ اللَّهِ O Allah ke bando, zilhijjah ke mahine mein tum kasrat se Allah rabbul alameen ki ta'zim karo. Increase yourselves in honoring Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fazkurullah. Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, make the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the ten nights. Qa'idan, even when you are sitting. Qa'iman, even when you are standing. Mashian, even when you are walking. Raqiban, even when you are traveling. Fi kulli waqtin wa sa'atin. Every time and at every hour given to you. Allahu Akbar, engage yourselves in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Valuable days, my respected brothers. We are already in the third day of Zilhijjah. Muhammad already given us a fatwa, already given us a fatwa that we can't clip the, the nails and trim the mush, uh, mushtash, I mean, subhanallah. But let us not forget that is mustahab and sunnah. It is not wajib and, it is not wajib and, first that is haram for you. Is this sunnat and, and mustahab? That is the masla. But we have to honor the ten days that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. In another hadith, Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned, Ma min ayyamin ahabba ilallahi an yata'abbada fiha min ayyami zilhijja. The most beloved days to Allah in which one can worship Him are the ten days of zilhijja. The ten days of one rosa is equivalent to the fasting of one year. If someone intends to fast tomorrow for an example, then the reward that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him is equivalent to one year. This is hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa fiha. يَعْدِلُوا لَيْلَةُ الْقَدْرِ And to stay awake in the 10 nights of Zilhijjah 
Allahu Akbar. It is equivalent to worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the night of Qadr, like how one would worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Laylatul Qadr. Working out the total, if you fast for 10 days, and fasting on Eid day is what, jayz? Not jayz, it is haram, eh? you know that. So fasting on 10 days would mean that on, a, on the Eid day it is haram to fast, but on the 10th day from Subah Sadiq until uh, Eid Salat, not to eat, and to eat after Eid Salat for the Qurbani, that will be like fasting for one whole day. So that is what is meant by fasting for 10 days. If you fast for 10 days, the sawab you get is equivalent to 100 years of roza. And the women folks listening at home, they are more ac- active than the men folks. Whatever fazilat they hear, Allahu Akbar, they take it literally and they fast. SubhanAllah. But my advice to the women folks is that when they fast, make sure they take permission from their husbands. They take permission from their husband. But 10 days is equivalent to 100 years of Rosa and 10 nights of Ibadat. Calculation my kar raha tha. It comes to 8,330 years of Ibadat. Kitani Ibadat? How merciful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. My respected brothers and elders, if one brother can give a 10,000 pound check to a masjid or any masjid, then you think Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is bakhil of giving sawab to a Muslim brother, if he with this intention wakes up in the night for 10 nights after hearing the fazilat, that the fazilat is of 8,333 years of ibadat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, فَأَكْثِرُوا فِيهِنَّ التَّسْبِيهِ وَالتَّحْلِيلِ وَالتَّكْبِيرِ So what you do, increase yourselves in saying, Subhanallah, Tahleel, La ilaha illallah, and Allahu Akbar. So for the ten days, the minimum thing what we are to do, my respected brothers, is to pray Isha Salat with Jamaat, getting the first off with takbir ula and pray your Fajr Salat with Jamaat. Minimum, come as come, Adami itna karle. If you can't stay awake in the night or wake up for Tahajjud, then at least make the intention for the ten nights to perform Isha with takbir ula and for Fajr with takbir ula And that is possible. I personally know one brother, MashaAllah, who comes here, this is not his local masjid, but I know him occasionally, he comes here for Salat, and subhanallah, his habit is never to miss, miss not namaz, never to miss takbir ula All the time, when the imam says Allahu Akbar, he is there behind the imam saying Allahu Akbar. They have the tawfiq, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives the tawfiq to someone, an individual, and subhanallah lazim, the doors open up for that individual. If you have the opportunity, you can fast. Subhanallah, do fast. In a riwayat in Ibn Majah, narrated by Hazrat Abu Umama radiallahu ta'ala, Hazrat Abu Umama radiallahu ta'ala is the narrator, and he says, Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that anyone who stays awake in the two nights of Eid, that is the day of 9th of Zilhijjah and the preceding night of uh, Eid, and anyone who stays awake that one night, the night of the two Eids. Unfortunately what happens is that 
after the ninth of Zilhijjah, all the children, all the family members are all very, very excited. The mashallah, tomorrow is Eid, tomorrow is Eid, tomorrow is Eid. And sometimes we become neglectful. We don't realize that even that night, Allahu Akbar, there is great fazilat. Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said that anyone who's, who does ibadat in the night, and saying, when I say ibadat in the night, I don't mean that waking up for three hours, staying awake for three hours and making tahajjud. Allahu Akbar. Even if you wake up for half an hour, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, or 10 minutes, you go to sleep, your alarm clock is on, go and make wuzu. Make wuzu, minimum, read your two rakats, make dua, and then go to sleep again and wake up for tahajjud. Inshallah, the reward will be there. Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that on the day when all the hearts will die, at that time, that person's heart will not die. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq that we make qadr of the 10 days that Allah has given us. And Allah Akbar, the days are going so fast, so fast. We cannot afford to miss out even one sunnah. Even today, uh, Mana Adam Saab in his Juma Bayan was saying that I see people after Juma Salat rushing out from the mosque. Rushing out from the mosque. They don't pray the sunnah, they don't pray the nafal salat. They have the time to smoke a cigarette which will take them 15 to 20 minutes. But by God, if a maulana takes 5 minutes of the bayan or 10 minutes of his bayan and you'll see the eyes. Fine, Alhamdulillah, we give them the benefit of doubt, time is time, Alhamdulillah, but that is not the question. But so many people outside, chit chat, talk, and smoke a cigarette, do all sorts of thing, things and don't even realize that we have missed out from the sunan, from sunnahs on the day, Juma day. And that is the case not only with Jamia Mosque, even with Masjid Omar, and I'm sure with a lot of the masajid. We have to make sure that we become regular. Make your tasbihat and make sure you perform all your sunan, even your nawafil, at least for the ten nights that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. Inshallah, I won't take much of your time. Another very important masla is regarding the masail of Qurbani. Qurbani. Qurbani is wajib a very important aspect, a salient feature in Islam. In the last welfare hajj of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the hadith narrated by the Jabir bin Abdullah radiallahu ta'ala an fi sifati hajjin Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Jabir bin Abdullah is explaining to us, he's giving us the description of the hajj of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He says, فَلَمَّا كَانَ يَوْمُ النَّحْرِ نَهَرَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the very last year when Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam performed his Hajj, he made Qurbani, he sacrificed uh, the animals, the camels, with his own hands, a total of 63 camels. Kitani camels? 63 camels. And they were all together approximately, the riwayat says, Mi'atu badana, 
approximately 100 camels were there. And all of them in the riwayat, it comes, were rushing in front of Huzur alayhi salatu was salam and putting their necks in front of Huzur alayhi salam. All of them. In fact, it comes that a group of the companions were holding the camels back. For everyone wanted to come under the, the, the blade, the knife of Huzur alayhi salatu was salam to have that privilege that subhanallah lazim, the blood that is spilled out of my body Subhanallah has been sacrificed for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it has been performed by the hands of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. This is unique and exclusive. Only with Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, not with us. Allahu Akbar. 63 animals, 63 camels. And one masla is that when you make qurbani, if you have the skill, mashallah, we are not to give pain to the animal. A lot of people, astaghfirullah when they make qurbani, even the knife, the, the blade is blunt and it gives taklif to the animal. The blade should be sharp, one shot, shahrad kya hai, cut jai, to minimize the pain for that animal. And you should have a bit of experience also, tajruba, should be, if you have that skill, alhamdulillah, continue, and it is preferable, the fazilat is there for that person to do qurbani. But if you can't do your qurbani, the least one can do is to witness the animal, to see the qurbani animal in front of your own eyes. It is said that, qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, when the qurbani was being done, on behalf of Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha, Aaf sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Hazrat Fatima, Ya Fatima, O Fatima, Kumi, stand up, stand up, stand up. Fashhadi azhiyatika and see and witness the qurbani performed for you. Subhanallah alazim. And Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha stood up and Aaf sallallahu alayhi wa sallam looking at her said, Ya Fatima, فَإِنَّهُ يُغْفَرُ لَكِ بِأَوَّلِ قَتْرَةٍ تَقْتُرُ مِنْ دَمِهَا كُلُّ ذَنْبٍ عَمِلْتِهِ Allah Ta'ala forgives all your sins, all your sins by the very first drop of blood. Ek katra girta hai zameen par, Allah forgives all your sins. In another hadith, Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned the flesh and blood will will make the scales on the day of Qiyamah very, very heavy. In another hadith, Huzur alayhi salam has said that for every hair and fiber, reward is given, which is not possible to count. You can't count the hair on that animal. Allahu Akbar. So we have to make sure. A lot of people are seriously being neglectful about qurbani. Even 16-year-old, 17-year-old. They have the money to buy trainers worth 70, 80 pounds, 90 pounds. They have the power to buy a PC worth 850 pounds, 950 pounds. But when it comes to making qurbani, <coughs> the 17-year-old and the 18-year-old, ah, ah, I can't afford it. And the father will also say, ah, to Look at the conditions. Qurbani, personally, I feel, for the majority of the people, that is, who, are, who have, mashallah, reached that age, Qurbani is wajib on every individual. Every individual. Who hasn't got money in the bank today? 100 pounds, 150 pounds. Kiske Subhanallah And the condition in Qurbani is not that the savings should be there uh, until 
one whole year has elapsed. No. One whole year does not have to elapse. Even in that 24 hours, if you have that money, Qurbani becomes wajib for that individual. We have young people buying cars, all sorts of things. They have even spectacles, even watches, even shoes, trainers, clothes, designer clothes. One pair of clothes, a jewelry, which you can buy for 20 pounds. But because it has got gap, what has it got? Gap. Gap is GAP. Now to promote gap, what they do is that they put that GAP for 10 pounds. So everybody says, oh, gap, 10 pounds, very cheap. But it's not cheap. They want to promote gap. I hope anybody from Gap is not listening. This is Gap. And this is our mentality. We want to promote Allah. But promote what? Let us promote the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yes, Kudrati, naturally, if an item is good and it fits you and it looks good and it is, mashallah, Islamically it is jayis for you, then Fabiha, there is no problem with that. If something is good. But to spend just because of the name, and then when it comes to Qurbani, we think of the fatwas. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha was told by Huzur alayhi salam to recite this ayat, Inna salati wa nusuki wa mahyaya wa mamati billahi rabbil alameen la sharika la wa bithadika umirtu wa ana awwalul muslimin Verily my salat, my qurbani, my living, my dying is only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? In the pre-Islamic era, qurbani was done. A lot of communities performed Qurbani, the Jews made Qurbani, the Christians made Qurbani, the pagans were doing Qurbani, but their Qurbani was in the name of idols. Some of the people were making Qurbani in the name of Isa wasalam. But when Islam came, when Huzur wasalam came, everything false was abolished and Qurbani is only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why the shortest surat in the Qur'an, which is, which is, Inna, inna a'atayna kal kawsar. The shortest surah, not the shortest ayat. The shortest surah. Mind you, the longest ayat in the Quran is a difficult one. I see some of in the audience, but I won't challenge no one. Allahu Akbar. But that's a very difficult ayat, the longest ayat. But the shortest ayat is surah is very, very easy. Inna a'atayna kal kawsar. وَصَلِّ لِرَبِّكَ وَنْحَرْ فَصَلِّ O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Perform your salat لِرَبِّكَ Only for your Lord وَنْحَرْ And make qurbani only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam stayed in Madinah Munawara for 10 years And every year without fail he would make qurbani Every year That is why from, from this hadith the ulama have deduced That you don't have to be in Makkah Mukarrama Some people feel only the hujjaj have to do qurbani No, everyone, everywhere Wherever there are Muslims Qurbani has to be done Qurbani is a must وَبِذَارِكَ أُمِرْتُ وَأَنَا أَوَّلُ الْمُسْلِمِينَ اسی کا مجھے حکم دیا گیا ہے اور میں مسلمانوں میں سے ہوں Just a few masail I've written inshallah Which will make it even easy for us to understand If we have children at home and over 15, 16, 17, check the bank account. If they have money, then even Qurbani is zaruri on their behalf. First of all, what we have to remember is takbir e tashriq. Every Muslim, male or female, must know this tasbih. Very, very important to make this tasbih from 
the Fajr of 9th Zil Hijjah to the Asr of 13th Zil Hijjah, in total it is 23 namazes, to recite audibly once is wajib. What is it? Wajib. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Walillahi Lam. A lot of our mothers and sisters at home, it is the duty of the men folks when we go home, ask them, have you learned this tasbih? Do you know this tasbih? If they don't know this tasbih, then prepare them for this tasbih because time is coming that they will be performing salat at home alone and they won't know this tasbih. And for not making amal on a wajib, they will be gunegar, the women folks. So a lot of women at home. It is absolutely important that you know this tasbih. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Walillahi alhamd. Qurbani, the masla of Qurbani is, Qurbani is wajib on every Muslim who possesses 612.36 gram of silver or wealth to that value. A year does not have to pass on this wealth like zakat. So if you have money, for an example, just today, if you have approximately even more than 100 pounds in Qurbani is there for you. Aap total kar le mujhe, I am not quite sure the value of it in pounds, 612.36 grams of silver. And if you have that much money or saved up that much money in the bank account, then Qurbani is wajib on every individual. If a father or someone who is the head of the family decides to make qurbani on behalf of other members of the family that is permissible that is also permissible the time of qurbani qurbani is performed from the 10th of zil hijjah to the evening of 12th of zil hijjah a lot of brothers want to make qurbani in india or in afghanistan according to the situation subhanallah if allah gives him the tawfiq then he should do one qurbani here and also some qurbani in india pakistan so that way he also benefits from his qurbani. But if one wants to perform qurbani somewhere else, for good reasons, for good reasons, not for saving money, but for good reasons, inshallah ta'ala, he will have the reward. Sheep, goats suffice for only one person. And in the case of cows, ox, buffaloes and camels, that will suffice for seven people. So if there are seven people upon whom Qurbani is wajib, mashallah you can go for a bigger animal and that will suffice for everyone in the family. If Qurbani is not performed, it will still remain wajib. So for an example, if someone did not know the masla and he feels that he hasn't performed Qurbani for the past years, for two years, three years, that wajib will remain wajib on his head until he makes Qurbani. So Qurbani is a wajib, you have to make Qurbani. Qurbani can also be performed for the deceased people. Rishtidaro mein se kisi ka intikal ho giyao, alhamdulillah, that is very good. Subhanallah, and if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given, blessed someone with wealth, he should make a lot of Qurbani, and especially the Qurbani reward should be given to hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The isali sawab must be given to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. Inshallah the barakat of that is very great. That's just the calculation. Fasting for 10 days reward is 100 years of fasting. Alhamdulillah an opportunity is given to us. It's not that you have to keep all the 10 days. Whatever you can. Even one day, two day, three day. Inshallah for one roza, one year ibadat. Staying awake for 10 nights. The reward is 8,300 and 
33 years. We still have a lot of nights. The one thing we have to remember, switch off the televisions. What are we to do? Switch off the televisions at least in the ayyam of Hajj. Very important. Respect the month of Hajj. Inshallah ta'ala. If you can do that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will honor us. Kya hai? Kitne din? Aath das din ke liye. Kurbani thori admi de de. Gunao se bache. Oriani, fahashi, all the pornographic uh, movies and the, the bad items that are shown in television and in the blessed days, Allah has taken qasam walayal in ashr. So we have to respect that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidil musaleen. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inna kunna minal zalimeen. Allahumma inna nasaluka al-afwa wal-afiyata fi dunya wal-akhira. Allahumma inna nasaluka min rizaka wal-jannah. Wa na'udhu bika min gazabika wal-nar. Ya Allah, ya Rahman, ya Rahim. Ya Allah, jo hajj mein gaye hai. Ya Allah, unke hajj ko qabool farma. Ya Allah, jo yahaan hai, apne watan mein hai. Ya Allah, unko bhi tu qabool farma. Ya Allah, unki ibadil ko qabool farma. Ya Allah, unki jo hajat hai. Ya Allah, unki hajat ko tu pura. فرما یا اللہ اس محفل میں مجلس میں گھروں میں یا اللہ کوئی بیمار ہو ان کو شفائے کامل عاجلہ نصیب فرما یا اللہ جو کوئی مقروض ہو یا اللہ غیب سے یا اللہ تو ان کی مدد فرما یا اللہ ان کو قلب سے بری فرما دے یا اللہ جس کو جو تکلیف ہو یا اللہ اس تکلیف کو تو دور فرما یا اللہ پورے عالم میں جہاں کہیں مسلمان ہو پریشان حال ہو یا اللہ ان کے پریشانی کو تو دور فرما یا اللہ تو مہربان ہے یا اللہ تو رحیم ہے یا اللہ تو نے ہمارے اوپر بہت احسان کی ہے یا اللہ ہم نے تیری قدر نہیں کی دین اسلام کی یا اللہ ہم نے قدر نہیں کی قرآن کریم کی ہم نے قدر نہیں کی یا اللہ رحمان ہے رحیم ہے یا اللہ تو ہمیں معاف فرما دے یا اللہ بلا حساب و کتاب جنت میں جگہ دے دے یا اللہ موت آنے والی ہے یا اللہ موت کے وقت یا اللہ تو ہماری حفاظت فرما یا اللہ سکرات کے وقت تو ہماری حفاظت فرما قبر میں یا اللہ بھاکیلی جانے والے ہیں یا اللہ ہماری قبروں کو منور فرما یا اللہ ہماری قبروں کو منور فرما یا اللہ تو ہمیں توفیق دے دے موت سے پہلے ہم توبہ قائب ہو جائے استغفار کرے گناہ کبیرہ سے یا اللہ تو ہماری محفوظ فرما گناہ کبیرہ سے یا اللہ تو ہماری محفوظ فرما یا اللہ ہر قسم کے شرور و فتن سے تو ہماری حفاظت فرما یا اللہ ہماری اولاد کی تو حفاظت فرما یا اللہ ہماری عورتوں کی یا اللہ تو حفاظت فرما پورے عالم میں یا اللہ جہاں کہیں مسلمان پریشان حال ہے یا اللہ ان کے پریشانی کو تو دور فرما فلسطین کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما افغانستان کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما پاکستان کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما ہندوستان کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما بوزنیا کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما افریقہ کے اندر مسلمان کی جو علاقے ہیں اللہ ان کی حفاظت فرما روس کے مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما امریکہ یوروپ کے اندر جو مسلمان ہیں یا اللہ تمام کی تو حفاظت فرما یا اللہ تو رحمان رحیم ہے یا اللہ حدیث پاک میں آتا ہے کہ ماں سے زیادہ محبت یا اللہ تجھے ہے تیرے بندوں کے ساتھ یا اللہ ہم گنہگار ہیں لیکن یا اللہ تو رحمان ہے رحیم ہے یا اللہ تو رحمان ہے رحیم ہے یا اللہ ہماری جو تمنا ہو اس تمنا کو تو پورا فرما یا اللہ اس ملک میں اسلام کو پھیلا دے اسلام عام ہو جائے